Welcome to the Breaking the Internet podcast here. We've got our first guest on this week. Uh, so if you're listening to this podcast, um, please keep it to yourself. Um, we've got the big man, Orrin McGuckman, on here. Uh, so Orrin's going to give you a bit of an intro here. Uh, and we're going to deep dive into his story and how he's got to where he is. So Orrin, if you want to fire away there, brother. Yo, what's happening, folks? So I am Orrin McGuckman. I am a coach based in Mah- County Derry. So over the past while, I've been posting TikToks about drugs, drink, addiction, things I got there, something I went through in the past and something I really struggle with. And I knew if I went through that, I know there 100% there's more people out there going through it as well. So I thought this is a really important message for me to share. And it's got a lot of attention, put it that way, people reaching out for help, people going through the same sort of situation as me. And uh, I think a lot of people out there are sort of on the same boat. They're struggling with addiction. They're struggling with drugs, drink, and they don't really know who to turn to. But uh, I think my content uh, is relatable and it helps a lot of people. So um, I've started doing that over the past six months or so. And uh, yeah, so far I've helped a lot of people uh, in that space of time. So no, that's brilliant. Mate. Uh, no, I really wanted to get you on here. Um, I have a few uh, people in my audience who could really benefit from this and um, just sort of breaking into uni and into that sort of age when you when you do sort of go out partying and it can get a hold of you Um, so I thought you'd be the perfect guest to have on because you have really been in a low position there and you've fucking really stepped it up on that so uh, I do really respect that but uh, hopefully Cheers, this will impact a load of people here so it's a fucking pleasure to have you on mate um, Look, I Thank just, you, man. It's good to be on. <laughs> What's your podcast <laughs> called again? Do you say the breaking the internet and or canceling the internet? Breaking the internet. Where did it all sort of kick off? Was it like when did the sort of you sort of fell into the trap? Was it like a like how? Give me a wee bit about how you sort of got into. Was it like a friend group? Yeah. Or? So. I started on, uh, started in university, went to Jordanstown, and then obviously everyone just moves up to the Lowlands. Like if you live outside of Belfast, everyone's just crowding up to the Lowlands because <laughs> that's where the partying is. That's where everyone's going. You're fucking desperate to get a house, like because <laughs> yeah. like everyone, everyone once everyone gets their exam results, are like right, we need to go get a fucking house here as soon as possible. So ended up in the Lowlands. Uh, drinking away um didn't really touch in on like the harder stuff until maybe a few months into it but and um, there's a lot of drink at the start and then ultimately just came to a time where like the drink wasn't enough and mm. the other stuff was easily accessible like it was just once you got into parties and stuff you realized it was everywhere and then you're sort of like keen you're like fuck i wonder i wonder what that there's like these mm-hmm. other people are doing it. It must, it must be, it must be good crack. And like, they're having a good fucking time. So started into taking pills, like wingers, things I got there. And that's the first thing that I ever took. Well, I was smoking weed and stuff I got there too. I wouldn't, I wouldn't call that yeah. hard drugs, but um, started taking wingers. We were out going to Thompson's fucking uh, filthies, all, all the big events. Like, but um, it just came to a point where like I was doing it. I started off like a once a week sort of thing, then up like twice a week, three times a week, and then maybe taking like a few pills in one night. And basically I just sent me into complete depression. And uh, we were taking cat, 
uh, coke, things like that. They're just a combination of like fucking drugs that were obviously messing up my head. And it just sent me to a really bad place because um, you sort of start to rely on that to have fun. You have no confidence in yourself. You feel like fucking shit half the time. It sucks every bit of dopamine out of your brain. Yeah. Um, and you sort of keep relying on that hit to keep you going, to give you more confidence, be able to speak to people. And it's just it's such a fucking cycle that so many people get, get stuck in. Like yeah. they don't think it's going to be harmful at the time, but you, you never think it's going to be harmful because you never really get a come down the first few times. And then the next few times the come down hits so hard. And uh, ultimately at that stage, you're stuck in it. Like you rely yeah. on it. That's why you want to uh, get more. That's why you want to uh, get chase that high again. You're always chasing a high because in your own life, maybe you're unhappy with something. Maybe um, you're going through something fucking stressful. Maybe you're doing absolutely shit in uni in my case and <laughs> you just want to escape from it all so yeah it's a vicious cycle like um i went through for about a year i didn't properly stop until maybe <clears throat> august of 2021 even when i was coaching like i wasn't doing it as often but i didn't stop taking class a drugs until um 2021 even as a coach and stuff i got there and sometimes even chatted about the effects of it but i still ended up doing it myself so but i managed to get away Completely. Yeah. Yeah. So what sort of was the time frame on that there, mate? Like were you what what was it you studied in uni and then what sort of what year was that then? You were in uni and left uni? Yeah, so man, it's a complete blur. Like uh maybe like 2017 or something like that. 2017. Yeah. I was that was my first year uni, maybe 2018. I'm not even sure, bro. I'm not even gonna fucking commit to that because you, you take me for i take you for a bit of an engineering student or something what, what, what are you studying <laughs> am i right no, so first first year i was doing multimedia design and then the next year i was doing building surveying so ah yes i thought <laughs> there was something that. down that line i thought there was something down that line <laughs> uh, far off, like. uh no look so you you finished out the fall the fall uni then the fall no, funny enough, I didn't. I done one year in multimedia. I uh, didn't like it. Well, I, I maybe would have liked it if I was actually like having my head screwed on. Like I maybe would have done well, but um, sacked that off. And then I went part time. I was like, I can't live in Belfast anymore because it's just fucking toxic for me. Um, I knew I was just going to end up being a fucking bum for another year. So yeah. I had to get out of Belfast and I went part time on building surveying. And then, man, I just hated it. <laughs> I didn't even finish that. I'd done three years it. of it. But uh, whenever you do part time, it, it like doubles the years. So like I would have been there six years. I done like four, maybe three, and I was like, no, fuck this. This course isn't for me. And then I picked up coaching in the side. But uh, I was going to this gym. Basically, whenever I hit the lowest of the low, I was like, right, I need to get myself out of this fucking rut because I feel fucking terrible. And then I started going to the gym, and then this it was this new gym that opened in the town in Mahara. And uh, I was going there twice a day. I was going once a day, really liked it, really loved the gym. Started going twice a day. By the way, anyone listening to this, I don't advise this. No, we don't recommend that. I was going twice a day because I just wanted to keep myself distracted and stop like uh, smoking and like uh, doing all our shit, even though I was still smoking at that time. But we can get into that later. But um, I was going to the gym twice a day, and then an internship popped up in the gym, and then they offered 
uh, inter- internship to me and I was like fuck yes I'll take that and um, all honesty like I got into coaching because I because I thought it'd be an easy 20 pound an hour <laughs> coaching someone well it didn't even didn't even th- never came across my mind of being a coach I just enjoyed the gym and I thought this would be an extra 20 pound an hour that would be handy because I was working at the site at the same time yeah. but um ended up uh, taking an internship done really well started really getting into coaching I realized like the positive impact you can have on people and uh, the more um, the more I got experienced and I started to be able to communicate better with people and understand their problems a wee bit more and I sort of related to them yeah. and that's why I got so heavy into mindset because I felt like I could relate to so many of my clients whenever they came on board and then I on, ended up like helping them not only get in fucking shape but also mentally too so yeah that's a wee backstory for that yeah no that's brilliant there you're probably thinking them that we extra 20 pound get a score back here so will you <laughs> exactly that. Just, just just an extra bit of money in the side like but yeah. yeah i just i just ended up committing to it because i was working six days a week like i was on a site yeah. i wasn't useful at the site like fucking that's <laughs> bare basic shit i was on the site five days a week i was on the site five days a week and then i was cutting grass on saturdays <laughs> so <laughs> rags the riches anyway. yeah yeah exactly man well um wouldn't say wouldn't say rags like that dad is his own business i was working for him and then and to be fair, he gave me a lot over the past few years, which I really do fucking uh, appreciate. I was I was handed a lot of things, put it that way. But I were always worked like I was working since I was like fifteen. My dad provided for me. He he bought my first car and stuff. But like I have been working since I was like fifteen. That's why like I was working like six days a week and then working in the gym all evening. Um, I wasn't afraid of hard work. You know, you know yourself. Like, yeah, no, yeah, I, I do admire that about you. You are a grafter. Uh, to be honest, I do look up to you, but um, like what, like, see, I haven't went to uni, so I don't really know. Like, I sort of bend off the whole, like, I got good grades and all in A levels there, and I, I sort of knew I wanted to do coaching from day one when I stepped in the gym there just after COVID, and mm-hmm. I just sort of went and pursued that. But I have been in, like, I won't say bad friendship groups, but no, like, everyone's sort of, you're the, like, I was the complete odd one out. I never really liked drinking or smoking, you know what I mean? So, I sort of isolated yeah, myself yeah. and broke away from it over time. But like, what is it? See, once you get in the uni, like I know, I know a few of my mates are in there at the minute down the Holy Lands and you fucking see the, I, don't, I actually had to delete Snapchat. It's like, you don't even <laughs> need to go out on a Saturday night anymore. You just open Snapchat, you know what I mean? Exactly, like, man. What way it's is like it? A, like, it's like a it's, big fear of missing out. Like you, like everyone's, everyone's out all the time and you're like, I want to go out too. Yeah. But, um, it's just it's just a fear of my sniper like see whenever i went back out of belfast like and i see in everyone's stories and all like i was just like oh fuck i wish i was back up there again but you know long term there's only there's only two good nights maybe and that's a night out and then the rest of the time it's fucking depressing unless you live in a good house it's tidy everyone does their bit but aside from that if not if you've no hating if everyone's a fucking uh, lazy bastard doesn't clean up after themselves <laughs> like, that place is miserable <laughs> absolutely miserable like yeah uh, so like what way like how did it all come about like was, was it peer pressure or was it as you said that sort of fomo there or like you know no how- no no not no peer pressure at all like i wasn't no one was you just like sort of curious going in and- yeah no no one was holding my mouth, mouth open and jamming pills and it like it was completely all down to me but like 
yes, people around me were doing it, and I was just curious. I was like, you know what, just fucking give me one of them. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Like, but um, um, it's just it's easily accessible too. Like, you make one phone call and it's at your fucking door. That's the thing, easily accessible. Other people are doing it. Um, I'm not pinpointing other people. I'm not blaming them for my mistakes. Like, it's ultimately my choice to do that. But um, it's just it's just so easy to get, and uh, so many people are doing it. And I, I truly, I think people know it's like it's not safe. They know in the back of their mind, right? Like this isn't safe, but they fucking do it anyway. I think a lot of people at the start, whenever they do start it, they think, "Oh, I'll never be affected by this. I'll never have mental health issues. I'll never uh, feel depressed. Like I'm able to control this." But I thought I was able to control it, and then all of a sudden, I was doing it three or four times a week. And I thought I was controlled to start. I thought I was never going to feel a come down. But um, it fucking, man, I just really, it's a cycle. Like, it's a it's a mad cycle. You just think you never, ever get into. And uh, a lot of people as well think they'll never get into that cycle too. Some people don't. Some people are maybe able to control it, maybe do it all night or whatever. But um, a lot of people are sort of prone to addiction. Like, it's just, fuck, it's just real. Mm. No, like I like to be honest, I um I I'd actually be shit scared of drugs to be honest. Like I sort of always like being in my own, you know, like control of everything. So it scare the shit out of me. Like I I don't go out or anything. So um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, that's that's exactly same as me, bro. Like I was I was scared as fuck. Like that first time I took it, I was like, "Fuck, this is scary." Like I don't I don't know if I really want to do this. But then I'm not gonna lie. Like the first night I done this, it was literally probably the best night of my life because everything's just amplified you feel fucking unbelievable you could talk to a brick wall for about two years and <laughs> um, feel this overwhelming sense of fucking love i just cannot describe how it feels it's just unbelievable but this isn't trying to <laughs> tell no, me this isn't a promotion is it <laughs> this isn't a promotion but but i'm trying to say is like it's so it's good it's easy to get caught up in that's is why it? People get, that's why people get hooked because it's so yeah, fucking yeah. good but then, like those good times, like they slowly erode away, and it'll come to a point where you're taking it, and you probably don't even feel anything. That's the point it comes to. Like you, you take it that much, you you have to take more, or like you don't get the same feeling as before. You'll never get the same high as the first one. Put it that way. Yeah, and then see <laughs> the thing I respect about you, you were able to sort of pinpoint right. I'm in a rut here. Like, how did you sort of take that accountability and responsibility in the chin? How like low did it get? Like. You know what I mean? Man, like it was coming to the point, like I was completely suicidal. Like I was thinking about how I was going to do myself in. Like I was like wanted to drive my car straight through the hedge. Like I was picturing myself doing this whenever I was coming home. And I had to pull on the side of the road and I was like, no, this is fucking this is going way too far. Like it's just the absolute pit of depression. That's all I can describe it. But um looking back, looking back at that time, like I am glad it happened because the comeback was so good like yeah. i came back from that i was like i put the foot down i realized like this is not a fucking life that i want to live anymore like i don't want to feel this way i don't want to feel fucking shit about myself i don't want to walk around with no confidence i don't want to rely on this shit to make me feel good and uh, be able to speak to people on night out like i don't uh i don't want this anymore and like I, I really need to make this change it was a long it was a long time to actually go through that change because um, I kept going back to it. I was still smoking weed. Um, I was still I was still doing things, but at the same time, I was still consciously moving towards being a better person. 
but it just took a bit of time. People have to accept like things like this here just takes time. Um, it's probably over the period of about two or three years where I truly like got to the point where I want to be like right now, just clean, being able to control uh, drinking, being able to go on a night out without having the need to take a drink. Like I, I would go out with my friends and not even, I would just have a pint at the start of the night. And like four hours later, I would drive home, just have one pint of Guinness. Yeah. Um, to get to that point now, it took a lot of fucking work, took a lot of uh, sacrifice, a lot of boredom. People yeah. have to accept you're going to be bored out of your fucking head at a stage. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you have to ask yourself, like, would I rather be bored for a few years here? Or would I rather be depressed out of my fucking head and anxious tomorrow morning? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. No, I, so, I, can't, I can't, like I know a few people who are really struggling with it at the minute, and I've sort of helped them out and grounded them a wee bit, like, and just sort of keep an eye on them. Uh, like, mm-hmm. I they are honestly what is ripping a lot of people apart, like, in families, communities. Um, mm-hmm. like, it is admirable that you, you did have the sort of responsibility and accountability to sort of like, I'm in a rut here, and you did like basically you took ownership and you move forward. Like, so do you think? Like, if you are really at the, like, what would you say if somebody really low at the minute? Like, would you say, like, how would you break out of it? Do you need, like, a hobby to sort of, as you said, just to, so you're not bored or someone to break away out of this? Or, like, what what is the action plan here if somebody is in a bad position right now? So, I think, I think whenever you're at the lowest point, like, first part is, like, accepting. Accepting, like, you've just made mistakes and you've got to this point. Because I think a lot of people, whenever they're at their lowest point, they'll beat the shit out of themselves for everything they've done maybe the way they treat their family or maybe the way they ended up in the, as this person they never thought they would. Um, you have to accept and probably just forgive yourself at that stage. Like accept what you've done and like realize like you can move forward. Like you can get yourself out of the situation if you truly want to. So that's the thing that holds a lot of people back. Second aspect is probably, um, as you say, like picking up a hobby, but do, forcing yourself to do something uncomfortable like for me personally going to the gym was really fucking uncomfortable because i used to go to the gym before and it got to a point where i dreaded it i hated it i didn't like exercise i didn't like fucking being out of breath i didn't like being uncomfortable but i knew doing uncomfortable things was what it's going to help me it's going to build more confidence it's going to um, help me grow as a person so getting into something that ultimately makes you feel uncomfortable and doing that no matter how you feel is another aspect because a lot of people just judge or sorry a lot of people just do things off of how they feel not that they should do it just off of how they feel do you know what i mean yeah yeah. so one accept where you are right now and just know like there's a way out if you truly want that uh if you truly want to get out of it there's a way out 100 percent. number two is start doing uncomfortable things because putting yourself through discomfort is what's going to help you grow and number three is probably surrounding yourself with the right sort of people because if you're around it all the time, like if you go on a night out and all your friends are doing it, you're going to fucking do it too. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? If your friends are all passing a joint and you're all watching a movie, you're going to fucking take a puff of that joint. Um, you have to surround yourself with people who want to grow as well, people who um, who want to see some sort of progress. Because if you're not surrounded by that, like you're just going to pick up the habits of the five people that are around you. Okay. So I would say that's three steps you could think of first um there could be more beyond that but i'd say that's three solid action points you could do if you are at the lowest point at the moment maybe another one this is probably really good is actually like if you feel like you need to speak to someone if you feel like you're suicidal you're depressed you need help you need to speak to someone 
reach out to a counselor and get the help that you need. Okay, don't reach out to a coach. Um, if you truly have problems like emotions, like you maybe went through trauma and you're, when you're younger, something you haven't dealt with before, something you can't confide in anyone else, like reach out to a counselor because you need to get that out there. You need to discuss it with someone else because if you bottle that up, your destructive behaviors get worse. That's ultimately why I ended up uh, carrying out destructive behavior as well because I bottled up a lot of things from my childhood because I went through some trauma as well. But if you bottle all that up, it just basically explodes and you always you'll always go back to those destructive behaviors to forget to make yourself feel better do you know what i mean yeah that that's absolutely gold there that sort of brings me into my next point and sort of like a question and uh, mm-hmm. like i think see when i see most people like uh like when i'm just looking at leaving school uh when you sort of like look at it the whole, like say you look at the whole year group um i was looking at the year group photo not too long ago and there's some people like who obviously are like going like partying like fucking mad, you know. And like it is a slippery slope, and I sort of feel sorry for people because like, there is some people who have had absolutely not like sh- a shade upbringing, but like a shade fucking experience, you know. Just had a maybe a hard few years or like maybe experiencing like yeah. somebody passing away in their family or a uh, mom and dad. Yeah, yeah. You no, know, just sort of like that trauma. Trauma is what you say. Man, 100%. Because, like, people, so many people will go through their man and dad breaking up. Yeah. Maybe, like, a tragic accident happened to their wee brother or sister. Like, they passed yeah. away when they were younger. Maybe, um, even like, even your granny and granda passed away. That hits a lot of people really hard. But, um, ultimately, whenever people are in pain, they want to escape that pain. And then sometimes, if there's an opportunity presented in front of them, they end up taking that opportunity. Like, and this could be, this could be fucking food. Could be drink, it could be it could be drugs, could be anything. But like ultimately, like whenever people are in pain, they want to escape that pain. And like it's always usually, unless you know how to deal with and cope with your emotions, it's usually always destructive behaviors that carry them out of that. But ultimately, that comes to long-term pains as well, because at the time it feels good. You eat shit, fucking drink, and um, take a lot of drugs, that comes with long long-term pains. Yeah, uh, I understand, yeah. Uh, it is sort of like I think break like sort of breaking out of it like it, it is obviously a short term pain but it is a long term gain like most things that do honestly benefit you it's always going to be short term pain for long term gain uh, but yeah. the same way you're describing it there like people are obviously looking for like especially now like everyone's craving like they maybe even go for like it, it can be as simple as just scrolling on your phone mindlessly like and you're just lost disconnected um, and then that sort of carries in what you're saying about like you can be overeating and there's not really like the way I look the whole system isn't really like it's not really nobody's it's not out to benefit anybody my age uh, you, oh. the doctors don't really want to know about you for a start but like yeah no there's it feels like I don't know man this way this day and age it feels like everything's fucked up like because Literally. social media is absolutely crazy and people are hooked on their phones, me included. Like, I'll put my hand. I'm not as hooked as I used to be because I'm working on it at the moment. But yeah. people are completely, <laughs> completely, like, uh, disconnected. You know what I mean? Like, they're disconnected from each other. Um, their drugs are so easily accessible. Um, drinking, fucking, like, food and things like that there, man. It's just, it's just absolutely out of control. And I, th- absolutely, I think, like, absolutely everyone in this world is probably going to go through like a period of really rough mental health at some stage. That's what, that's what I feel like at the moment, there's that much stuff going on, but um, yeah, it's just absolutely crazy. Sometimes like, sometimes I always think about this stuff and I just think, what way is the world going? Like what way is the world going? But um, 
the good thing is on top of that there i know we're talking about social media and stuff but there's a lot of good aspects as well because there's people out there sharing there's really help out message. there yeah like your content i really do admire uh also lining up uh dargan here for the next one so like I yeah think you and him have been really like i'd say out of the whole sort of northern ireland area probably the two that i think uh there's a few others um patter no patter diamond as well I, I, yeah yeah i'd say you three would probably be the leading sort of like three that i sort of look at and say that it's very inspiring what you sort of came through appreciate uh, that brother but yeah um don't, don't think there's really that many people man it's just a do you, like do not think like there is obviously like there like everyone knows there's this big mad stigma like some like i think you like that, that's what i respect about you three especially. About you have the balls right, yeah. to come on and say like what the, what's happened how you got through it and sort of steps to break free of it like yeah 100 percent, bro because like there's no one around here that i know of anyway that's talking openly about like drug use and like the effects of it and like how it can affect your mental health and stuff apart from myself like i know i follow people from england that do it but from around here there's no one really chatting about it and that's that's the scary thing too because like i know there's so many people out there that are struggling with it because i get messages all the time i get anytime i uh, put up a viral tiktok i would get about 20 masters off the back of it, people asking for help or like people asking for advice. Um, there's so many people out there struggling with it. And at the moment, I think it's just so normalized through social media, through the amount of people that are doing it at the moment. Um, it's just a bit scary to think like um, how normalized it is right now. And generally, like the reason why I put up those messages is because I just don't want anyone to go through the same things that I did because it's fuck it's horrible it's a it's such a bad place to be some people end up killing themselves some people let uh, those things actually just hold them back for the rest of their lives they never actually get out of the fucking cycle like they just stay in it for years and years and then all of a sudden years of their life go by and they're looking back and thinking why the fuck did i do that to myself and then they're depressed they're anxious and they're beating themselves up because they miss time with their family they neglected themselves they're out of shape they don't like their body there's so many different aspects like long term that come along with that and like so many people are just convinced that they're not going to end up in that situation which is absolutely crazy to think like yeah no it's absolutely mental what's going on but like how do you how do you think like what's your point of view like how do you sort of break a stigma that's going about like um like i I don't know bro like i i my message is for and i'm not everyone thinks i have this big vendetta against people that do drugs like i'm this fucking anti-drug person <laughs> that goes around telling everyone not to do it like the tailor's not talking to you out <laughs> exactly that about my door that's not the case at all like i'm not even anti-drug like my my content is for people who are struggling mentally and they feel like there's no way out or like um they're maybe getting to the point that they're they know like what the, the road they're going isn't good I'm trying to help those people, the people that are just ready to make that change and like realize like this isn't the life they want to live anymore. I'm not against anyone that does it. I don't hate anyone that does it. Um, it, it doesn't affect me whatsoever, but my, my content is for people who are at the point who want to make a change and like they know it isn't serving them anymore. They just don't want to, um, they don't want to life, live a life lot of like being unfulfilled and doing shit they don't want to do and being stuck in this fucking endless cycle of feeling depressed and anxious that's 
that's who my content is for. It's it's I'm not against anyone. Um, don't have any ill feelings towards anyone whatsoever. Just want to make that clear. Like, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you still feel you like? Would you still sometimes feel like you're like, getting a bit of FOMO again, or like struggling with anxiety, or slipping in a, a low slope again, or what way would you like? Do I ever want to go back to it? Not even that you want to go back to it, but like, do you ever sort of crave it, or as you said, like get a bit of FOMO, or do you ever fall into um, like anxiety sort of spells? Or, um, I sometimes, whatever I'm drinking, like I would just get this urge, like, oh, fuck, I love to have a line or whatever. <laughs> it just <laughs> comes in, it just comes out of the blue randomly, still, but um, I just not say, no, fuck not doing it not doing it like my scent i try not to drink as much because whenever i drink my senses go completely out the window like i'm not the same person whenever i drink and uh, i completely let my guard down so i try not to drink too much but sometimes i would get that urge but like i would just let it pass and um, i still go through um spells of feeling anxious um feeling a bit down but like so does everyone like you know what i mean like it does it doesn't matter how long you've been off gear yeah. Or last time you smoke weed or whatever, you're always gonna have fucking down days that you're gonna feel and um, you're gonna feel low and you're not gonna feel on it. Like, but um the down days now you can bear the last time or like fucking night and day. Like beforehand, as I said, like I was depressed out of my head, suicidal, didn't get out of my bed half the day, didn't even want to go to the shop, lad, in case I had to speak to someone. Like I if I went to the shop and seen someone, I wouldn't have fucking beaming red because I just felt embarrassed about myself, didn't feel good about who it was. And uh yeah, but now that's that's completely changed. Like, it is honestly unbelievable because uh, you were telling me before, just even when we had the meet up there, how sort of low it was getting. Um, like it is honestly, it's some journey really uh, from the very bottom. Um, but like, how would you sort of wrap that up then? Like, how you, like are you feeling now, and like what what's it actually feel like to be back in control and like. How is the light at the end of the tunnel? Man, it's just, it's just, it's just like whenever you're in it, whenever you're at rock bottom, whenever you're in it, all you can think about is just fucking the way you're thinking. All, all, you, all you can think about, all you think about truly is like how shit things are, how shit the world is, um, that you're not going to succeed. It's just an endless cycle of beating the shit out of yourself and thinking negatively about absolutely everything. But once you get out of that, you start to realize like there's this world out there and like there's so many opportunities. There's so many people out there to meet. There's so many um, things for you to do and things for you to experience. Like once you get out of that rut, like it's just like your whole world open up, opens up and you realize like that you can grow as a person, that you can uh, make the money you want to. You can have the freedom that you want. You can travel the world. Um, it makes you from this uh, mindset of like everything's limited to yeah, like a growth mindset it's fucking unlimited <clears throat> mindset because and um, whenever you are like whenever you are stuck in it like you always just think the worst of things and uh, you never you never really think of the good side of things it's really hard to do that whenever you're stuck but uh, whenever you get out of that it's the complete opposite and it feels it just feels fucking really empowering so to close us out for anyone that's stuck in it at the moment just know like there is a way out like you aren't truly stuck you're stuck if you want to be stuck. If you keep repeating the same behaviors, you're going to be stuck. But if you really do want change, you want a way out. There is a way out. There's so many different things you can do to get yourself out of that situation. Like me and Kim were chatting there um, during the podcast. 
um, just know um, there is light at the end of the tunnel. That sounds like a typical saying you hear all the fucking time, but that I'm being generally serious. Like there actually is light at the end of the tunnel because um, a lot of people think they'll be stuck in this forever. That's not the case. There's a place for you where you can be confident, where you can feel good about yourself, where you can be more present with your family, that you can make more money, that you can travel the world. Like it might not seem like that right now, but there truly is something for you out there. There's opportunity for you out there. There's growth. It's just there for you to fucking take it. You need to realize that everything is out there for you to take it. And at the minute I'm in that position, like I want to take everything. I want to help as much people as possible. I want to travel. I want to be there. I want to be present for my family and my friends. I just want to be the best person possible. Beforehand, I wanted to end it all. But now that's the complete opposite. I want to fucking live, the, live my life to the absolute fullest. Like that's the, that's the parallel of what happens whenever you get out of the rut. And it's fucking amazing. That's brilliant, mate. No, I absolutely love that. So what is next for you? What is the next endeavor? What's the plan? <laughs> I don't know, bro. <laughs> Uh, in terms I was just of, saying like, in the last podcast that we're all winging it, don't we? Man, <laughs> this is this is so true. Every see every person out you there. You think doing that well, has their shit together? Just completely winging it. Completely winging it, like completely winging everything that they do. It looks like they have the shit together that they're all organized, but everyone is winging it to some degree. Everyone's truly like you never stop improving. If you're about growth mindset, you never stop improving. You're always looking for ways to improve. So like the whenever you think someone has their shit together, like they truly don't. I know it looks like I have my shit together completely. It's not the case whatsoever. Like I am this uh, super productive fucking person that gets shit done all the time. Although it's night and day compared to what I was like before, but uh, it's not the case whatsoever. So don't beat yourself down because of that. But honestly, bro, don't even know my next move. I just know I'm going to help as much people as possible this year, pump out some really good content, getting podcasts like this year, chat to more people, interact with more people. That's that's the goal this year, just impact as much people as possible. Absolutely love it, man. Um, so have you got any quotes or anything you want to give out to people here? Something motivational just to end this and wrap this up because that was an absolute golden session there with you. I really appreciate yeah. that. Lad, this tier one really sets me like, fuck bitches, get money. Love it. <laughs> there you go. That's a clanker. Right. Thank you very much, bro. Uh, right, I appreciate right, that. I can't, I can't thank you enough. Um, it's been an absolute pleasure. So anybody who's listening to this and needs any help, shoot me or on a message. Share it your story. Share it your family. Share it to anybody in the street. Um, and let's break the fucking internet here with some uh, Owen McGuckin mindset content. <laughs> right brother chat the after no problem thanks very much brother over and out no worries